Yeah, that should be good. Still hear that uh, Royce album playing. Oh yeah, that shit's it's just still banging in the background. Cut that down a little bit. So uh, I was enjoying it. I know I was enjoying it as well, but you know we gotta we gotta bunker down and start doing some serious shit. I guess. Um, welcome back uh, from all of you who jumped from episode one into episode three. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I like think we, Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. We jump around. We don't we don't George Lucas back today. Um so really what honestly happened uh is so we recorded episode two and episode two um we decided to do edibles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and yeah, ten people each. We weren't gonna put you guys through that because <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were we were out there, uh, so we may uh, we may drop episode two someday as in uh, it's a bloopers. Yeah, we may drop it as like a a, a special um, a special one off or something. Uh, <laughs> An anniversary edition. An anniversary edition. You know what we should we, you know what we should do we should drop episode two on four twenty. <laughs> That's a good celebration. Yeah, we might I like we, that. I we like may, that. We may drop episode two on four twenty. I do like that. I think I think that'd be a great anniversary special, right? Because we're gonna be too fucked up to do one we're on four twenty. We're gonna be way too fucked up to do one on four twenty. Oh, what, what fucking date of the week is that? Let's I don't know. What is that? What does it fall on this year? I don't know. I'm pulling it up right now. Let's check uh, that out. Oh, it's a Monday. 
<coughs> on Monday. All right. Yeah. I'm going to have to take Tuesday off. That, that would be perfect. Uh, so, uh, speaking of which, it's the weekend. And uh, this weekend, uh, as we talked about in the episode two that we're going to keep referencing, but I'll actually show you guys. Um, there was, uh, we've got fight night tonight. Uh, I think Wilder and Fury uh, 2 is tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, that that still could go either way. It's I don't I don't know. Oh, it, no. Wilder's not getting the fuck out, dude. I don't know. You think? Do you honestly think that? Okay, look look at Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. This guy is an absolute animal, right? Yeah. Once again, as a fan, I'm not a boxing analyst, so you know somebody out there is gonna find some kind of way to poke holes in what the fuck I say. You know, fuck you. Fuck your theory. Fuck your theory. Um, but what, what I'm saying is, he's a beast, and you know, what I mean, he's got this almost completely unblemished record, like one of the most amazing records except in boxing, four. except four. And so, if anything, I think this this fight's gonna be over quick. It's going to be know. over early. I don't know. I'm saying... I I'm think say, it could go either way. I'm saying it doesn't go past four rounds. Four? Four. It doesn't go past four Vegas rounds. Vegas has it at 11. Well, Vegas could be wrong. I'm saying... I'm, I just... I personally don't... I'm not basing this on any science. I know. I, I just personally don't... The, the number four seems right to me. Where are they having that fight at? I don't know. Where is it? Look, look that up real quick. See where they're having that fight at. Because, see, Vegas can also, Vegas also, like, adjust their odds based upon whether you're fighting in Vegas or not. <laughs> like, for real. Like, they, they don't want nobody else getting too much fucking action, right? Oh, shit. So, if you're fighting in Vegas, your line's uh, going to be fighting one thing. in Vegas. I told you. See, exactly. At Grand Garden Arena. Exactly. Oh, so, shout out Two-Face in Vegas. Shout out Two-Face. So, uh, speaking of Vegas. Dude, uh, when are we going? South, we're, we're going uh, in May. Okay. But, yo, so check this out. So, Southwest Airlines think they're fucking slick. Are you talking about that 20 flights on the 29th bullshit? No, no, check this out. So, I go to my mailbox this morning. Go check my mail. And, uh, you know, what else would you be doing in a fucking mailbox, right? Uh, so... <laughs> I go check my mail. I get this, you know, this envelope from Southwest, and usually they kind of send you the little promotional things, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, your points and all this. But no, this looked like a straight up, like, no, we got a message to send you envelope. Like it was Southwest Airlines uh-huh. up on top, and then my name and no promotional shit on the envelope, right? Uh-oh. No, well, I'm thinking, uh-huh. okay, well, I just flew Southwest recently. Maybe oh, yeah. I left something, you know what I mean? You know, and, and didn't know or something like that, right? Um, so anyway. Uh, I open this up and mind you, you know, as you're talking about, we're just going to Vegas, just talking about going to Vegas for my, my, taking yeah. my son for his 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. And so he, uh, I open up the, or I booked my tickets the other day uh, to go to Vegas. And as many times as I've booked Southwest tickets before, um, I've never, ever had this happen. I get an envelope in the mail. And matter of fact, hold on. Matter of fact, I'm going to grab that shit. I brought that shit with me. Hold on. They think they slick. These motherfuckers think they really, really slick, bro. I was hoping you were going to say something like you dropped like eight blunts on a flight and they returned them to you through the mail. No. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. That's what I was really hoping for. No, I'm not. I'm not dumb enough to fly with wheat. I am. Well, that's a whole nother question. So check this out. Like I said, it doesn't look like, you know, it has a little 
Let's raise a glass really, really high. So we celebrate some shit, right? Uh-huh. These motherfuckers think they slick because I, I booked the flight to Vegas. These motherfuckers going to send me <laughs> four drink coupons. <laughs> but yo, yo, we had a frame it. We had a frame the shit. So read, read that shit out loud. Okay. <laughs> you know what they say, nothing makes friends quite like drink coupons. Right. Hello, you'll find four drink coupons. Four. Because you're our friend. And well, they'll make for a great conversation starter on board. Cheers. So these motherfuckers know the next time I hop on a plane, I'm going to Vegas. So they send me some drink coupons just so we can start turning up before we even get to Vegas. This is how I'm saying. Vegas does some shit. Vegas does shit. It changes uh-huh. shit. You see what I mean? So them, them odds in Vegas are not going to be the same as if they're going anywhere else. Just like them drink coupons ain't showing up in my mailbox if I'm not going to Vegas. If I'm going to Fort Lauderdale, them drink coupons are not showing up nope. in my phone. And even no. though I need those way more for Fort Lauderdale than I do need those for Las Vegas. You definitely do. Straight the fuck up. Nobody wants to go to Florida. <laughs> People in Florida don't even want to be there except when they're on the beach. Yeah. Tell- I- I can't fuck with Florida, bro. Damn, they got some crazy shit. I mean, it's not to say we don't have some crazy shit out here. I mean, Portland's got 80, what, 83 shootings already this year? 83? Yeah, something like that. It was 81, 82, 83, something. Last, it was on Thursday's news. So, the the gun laws out here, they're not, they're they're pretty restrictive, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And we've got 83 shootings already? Oh, yeah. Gun laws help. Who's fucking up? I don't know. Um, but <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Hell, you know what? I got no, no. I got I got a question. Just just off the off the off off the uh, some some I was thinking about before we started. Why do people always expect you to be what they made up in their mind that you are? I, like for example, like people. Uh, People will think just based upon like one small interaction with you, you know, that that they had, you know, that maybe lasted four or five minutes. That's how they base their entire impression off you. But they expect Forever. you to no, this is the thing, is they expect you to be that person. They don't leave yeah. They don't leave very much room for there, anything other than you being that person. There's a lot of people like that. And I don't get what it is. I I don't understand like why. You got to let people be who they are, man. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you can't control, you know, it's, I, I, don't, I don't know that sounds, it's a, it's a weird ass segue. Um, but, you know, it, it, it it's leading into into an overall discussion of, of, of kind of like what I'm thinking today. Uh, it's, you know, us, the way that we treat people based upon who we think they are versus who they really are. Because you really don't know a person. You you can't know the entirety of a person's life based upon, you know, a few small chance interactions, right? Oh, no. So, yeah, it's kind of just one of those things. So, uh, I don't know what you got up, man. How's your week? It was good. Well, since the last episode, too, that's missed. <laughs> Did you lose some time that day? So, about an hour and 53 minutes. <laughs> Bernie Sanders is the winner of the 2020 Nevada Democratic Caucuses. Shout out, Bernie. Let's see what the numbers are. <laughs> so, Bernie, that, that makes how many in a row? How, how many in a row? three in a row. So, if, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if we talked about it in episode two or one. But we did talk about the whole 
democratic socialism is a completely different theory than socialism. Yeah, that but, had to be an episode two because I completely don't remember that. Yeah. But <laughs> even if you don't believe in democratic socialism, you have to this the Bernie movement, you have to people have to be aware. There it's like how do oh, you one hundred percent. This is crazy. Like this ought to be your wake up fucking call because you've got sixty four billion dollar fucking Bloomberg over here, right? Throwing cash, they're willing to pay people two hundred and fifty dollars a week to social media accounts to create their own Facebook, and not they're not breaking any laws. This isn't against the laws. This isn't against rules. This isn't nothing. Facts. But paying them two hundred fifty dollars a week to post positive Mike Bloomberg pre. Basically, they're going to message you Mike Bloomberg shit, and you're going to post it on your fucking social media accounts. That's, I mean, what is that? I mean, is that... Is that's that, is buying that fucking we, votes. I mean, that's it, interfering in an election, I think. I mean, no, but what, what is that? That's that's what we're starting... That's, that's the new norm, right? It shouldn't be. This is what our Constitution says no. I know, but this is the thing, so... But we've tweaked it so much, it's... No, it's, it's, it's see. This is the thing. Is that this is where I kind of get upset a little bit with with uh, a lot of people because a lot of people I don't feel sometimes are intellectually honest. Uh, and what I mean by that is we see a we see a country, no matter what your political ideology is, as being one way in existence. You know, in in reality, and then as one way idealistically, right? You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty fair, right? That's very fair. Um, but see, everybody can see the country change as long as it changes their direction. Yes. You see what I mean? Like nobody has ever, I guess, I guess the way, the way is, is like, you want, you want everything to bounce your way. And as long as everything bounces your way, then everything's fine in the world. But if it doesn't bounce your way, then you know, this person is wrong or that person's wrong or this person's fucked up or that person shouldn't be allowed to do this or that person. No, fuck that. See, the only thing that happens when you do that, when you put yourself in that box is you just make yourself uh, angry and frustrated You because, it's you know, you're, yeah, you're one of how many people on this planet? You know, everybody thinks that people should think their way or bounce their way. It's not going to happen. With you talking about that, do you did you ever watch the Tucker Carlson when he had Bill Nye the Science Guy on? I, I may have seen the clip. the The whole climate change clip. Bill Nye addresses that as cognitive dissonance because you don't want to fucking change your view based on facts, right? But because your opinion is so important to you, or that or, it would or, actually or, change or, your or your opinion's been purchased exactly, and. But if you're not, if you don't have conviction behind it, because now all the facts have proven you wrong, your whole view of the world is completely fucked. And now your whole world just came crushing in. And they don't <laughs> want to change that. Like, it's. See, this, it's, this might I, be it right I, here, I think. Oh, yeah. Tuck, Tucker Carlson versus Bill Nye. Let's jump that a little bit forward. <laughs> you have a 
worldview, then you have evidence. <laughs> so you, the, the evidence is, dis, is not consistent with your worldview, so you deny the evidence. I mean, that's pretty much how it is. So, you know, and, and that can be used, you know, people are the whole, like a lot of people on the left were like, yeah, the whole right's wrong because of Bill Knight. No, shut the fuck up, because there's a lot of you motherfuckers that are the same way. Sometimes you can, you can be guilty of going too hard for a good cause. Yeah. I, I, I firmly believe that, I, yes. That's exactly what happened to Portland protests. Okay. I see, I see, I see how you swung that. Because we considering went to, what's going on right we now. We went to several of them. Mm-hmm, we did. Several. We filmed. And that's what happened. It was all of a sudden, it's not about me, so I'm going to make my own group. And then they broke off. Yeah. They, they were trying to go so hard for one <laughs> cause that they ended up trying to go so hard for every cause. It became, and it, it became a snake that ate itself. It did. Very much so. It, it did, and it was it was hard to watch. It was very hard to watch. We both expressed that to each other uh, many times when we got back in the car and we were on our way back home from, you know, covering a lot of this stuff. Um, and, yeah, it's, I mean, for those of you who don't know out there, Chris and I, uh, when we first, well, when I first moved to Portland, he had already been here for about uh, six months to a year or so. Uh, but we we got out here and uh, both of us having a background in media. Uh, we It was around the time when Trump was elected, uh, you know, leading up to that time and then that time and then a little bit after that time. Um and I say I, I made the, the 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 crack about you know the segue into that because currently right now some of those same groups are right downtown uh, doing you know the same shit and it's it became a thing of you know first it seemed like people were there for a common cause and you started realizing that yep. there was like a lot of common causes and then you started realizing there was just a lot of causes because there was not a lot of commonality between them and so you would have. Uh, People making th- one thing uh, that they were all coming together for about another, you know, because an interesting part of that, too, is the media, uh, what the media uh, oh, or the yeah. power of that media was able to do and how we saw people take hold that, of. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, try to seize the moment, I guess, when the cameras were there. And so, for example, uh, just not to be too vague, uh, for example, let's say they were all getting together. You had all these people of color, uh, white people, you had uh, trans people, you know, LGBT, you know, all that, you know, the whole spectrum of people. Uh, but the event that day was Black Lives Matter. You know, yep. let's say, for example. And so that day you would have all these people getting there and, you know, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. But when the TV camera showed up, it became about all these individual causes. Yeah. Uh, and so you saw that. And I was like, yo, that's kind of weird. You know, I, I remember we talked about that quite a few Several times. times. Like, yeah, that was, that was kind of weird, you know, but whatever. And then ultimately you started to watch that uh, break up these groups. And we were on text message threads or threads on signal and things like that. And we just watched like the whole thing devolve. And I was like, yo, this is, I wish we had recorded more of the behind the scenes stuff. I do too. And not so much of like the protest stuff, because I think that was a lot more interesting story. And it's the, the shout out though, to the people that are still to the main cause that are still out there. True. Focused on. I want to say that because I do, uh, I do want to give a shout out to, uh, uh, you know, Teresa Rayford. I think she's exactly. is she still is she still running for yeah, office for mayor. For mayor? Okay. Yeah. Um, so you know, shout out to Teresa Rayford because she has been you know the 
she's a very polarizing figure uh, if you're just looking at her on the surface and, you know, making it about this cause Mm -hmm. or that cause. Uh, But when you understand, when you hear her story. Oh, yeah. And you understand what she's been through. um, She's somebody that I hope one day somebody is going to write a movie about, you know. I do do too. Or something, because, you know, her story is is one of such will, determination, strength, uh, you know, perseverance, um, uh, you know, and how she even came back to Portland to be fighting yeah. uh, for the things she's fighting for. So, you know, shout out to Teresa Ray. She's, she's absolutely one of the strongest people I know in the world. Definitely, definitely, uh, hands down. Um, so you asked last time um, for a, uh, oh, what's that? That's the Donnie Burger, isn't it's it? Donnie Burger. You remember what Donnie Burger Yeah, let's from? fuck with the Donnie Burger. Let's smoke so, some of that. Donnie Burger is uh, named after the main character in Adam Sandler's movie, That's My Boy, who is a uh, teenager who has sex with his much older teacher. (laughs) Okay. And they have a son, and he goes on to be like Donnie Burger's Adam Sandler, and he goes on, he like just never stops being Donnie Burger. Like he's this 14-year-old kid raising a kid, and gets him like a tattoo on his back at eight years old, and it's like the new kids on the block. Do you know what I thought it was? Uh, I thought it was Donnie Wahlburger. (laughs) (laughs) Tastes like one of his signature hamburgers. Mark Wahlberg's brother with the the, the burger restaurants, the, the Wahlburgers. You know what? Sorry, they, they I got, it with bro, they, got, they got one of those in Vegas, tame. too. I don't know, man. You, you just I'm fucking, sorry. You just tainted the whole joint. Um, they got one of those in Vegas. Dude. We got to hit that up when we're down there, too. I, I can I, always tell when we're getting Portland, Oregon alerts because <laughs> your your iPad gives the ding notification the ding, and my yeah. watch vibrates at the same time. So yeah, I always man. know if it's a text or not. Fair. Um, so there was a... Um, I like the taste of this. Is it good? Mm-hmm. I think when we go to Vegas, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go on a burger tour. That uh, does taste good. Um, Must be nice being able to do such things in life, living such dangerously. You know what? You can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. There no, is. No. I, I can't do whatever I want without paying. Okay, well, you do whatever the fuck you want within your parameters. Okay. Okay. I'm going on a burger tour. Because there's two, you know what? Sometimes I be feeling bad. And this is this is the thing. Um, we're going, like I said, my, my son's turning 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think him and uh, one or two of his friends uh, is going to come along. Uh, we're going to get them a uh, table at uh, Drake's nightclub, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um and so, Drake has a nightclub in Vegas. Yeah, I believe it's called Excess. Huh. Um, don't give me the line as I to did not what know hotel. That. Yeah, I I didn't either. I I heard this first, you know, secondhand uh, from somebody else, and then I actually had somebody look it up for me, and it was like, you know, <coughs> they confirmed the same name. You know, I said, "Hey, does Drake have a nightclub in Las Vegas?" I said, "They looked it up and." It was the same name as the club they I told mean, me. So not I'm, I'm taking that as the truth. I don't follow Drake or anything. So, I mean, it's not like I was concerned. We all follow Drake. We just don't know. He is, he is the leader. We you all know, actually, Drake. I read something about him the other day. That he is I'm not the saying only you're not artist. Me, no, see, you're not going to give me saying nothing bad about Drake on this podcast. No, I'm not going to say anything bad. Um, he's the only artist 
Um, Little Wayne has had I'm gonna get me disrespected. Little Wayne is in second place of 83 hits on the top 100. All the you also just about to say 83 hits of acid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Drake has 100 of 100 hits. 100. Yeah, he's the only artist to ever do it. To have what? 100 of 100. Yeah, he's had 100 singles. Uh, yeah, on the Billboard 100. Different songs. 100 on the 100. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's. A, I mean, you know, at this point, are we just making up stats to break? Like the third artist is like Eminem with 63 or something like that. Right. But I mean, and, you know, 30 years ago, was anybody tracking this? I think so. Like, was anybody tra- tracking a statistic like this 30 years ago? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. When did we start tracking this? I'm, I, don't I mean, know. you can go backwards and look at the well, statistics. Since the start and see, of billboard. You know, exactly. You can go all the way back to the start yeah, of Billboard. Whenever look, they started Billboard, yeah, you, you can look it up. But what I'm saying is, it's like we're making up statistics remember, to highlight. Like remember the other when day, they made music to make music? Yeah. I mean, but no, the other day, Justin <laughs> Bieber and fucking uh, Selena Gomez uh, were going back and forth on. Um, uh, about creepy I'll, stash I'll, te- I'll tell you how how I got here, just so you don't understand. You, don't think, kinda... I'm, you don't think I'm following Justin Bieber? Uh, but they were no, they were going back and forth about uh, how to uh, get their songs to be number one because they wanted to. Or Justin Bieber had like a streak of the top male artist, some blah 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 on the Billboard, something something. You know, it was like some statistic that, that was no like no one gives a shit yeah, about. No one, you know, somebody just had artists. to make up to make a statistic to, to have get people some, to fight. Exactly, yes. not even to get people to fight. No, just to have, just yeah. to make up an achievement, essentially. Oh, so like a trophy on PlayStation. Essentially, yeah, the ones that you just never look at. Like, what the fuck is that even there for? Yeah, like you're like, I didn't even know it was in a side quest. Right, like, what the fuck was that for? I just, I just logged in, and all of a sudden, I got a trophy. Yeah, and five hundred gold coin and twenty-seven rupees. Fuck off. Um. So anyway, uh, speaking of which, uh, last time we got, uh, we asked for a, or I think you online uh, asked for a some topics, some topics. Mm-hmm. I did it again today. And we got one from uh, George Kane. Shout out to George. Uh, yeah, that was today. Still up in um he's actually in Boise right now. Boise? Boise? Yep. Boise. Boise. Is he is he living in Boise? Um, I think he's there. Um he's spending time with his son, so I don't know how long he's there, like weeks, months, maybe. Okay. Uh, he was up in Seattle there for a while. But he said like he said uh one of the subjects was talk about the BS numbers in the weed industry. Okay. Uh how how so? Are we talking about like uh, numbers of like c- cannabinoid counts, or um, and by that I mean like the THC percentage and you know things like that? Because that's essentially what all people are looking at when they're looking at numbers in the cannabis industry, right? Um, or are they looking at like reporting numbers like to the state uh, type stuff? It's kind of vague. Just says the BS numbers in the weed industry. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that and, and correct me if I'm wrong, George. Um, I'm gonna take that and assume that we're talking about like uh, the way the THC is like listed or THC content is listed on a um, uh, on a particular product. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that you know 
I've heard a lot. Yep. Uh, obviously, if you don't know, you probably don't. Uh, I'll, I'll work in the cannabis industry. I've been working in the cannabis industry for quite a long time. Licensed. Uh, now I'm licensed. <laughs> you know, shout out. Um, shout out the government in Oregon. Right. And so just kidding. Fuck them. With that being said, um, you're going to have a difference, I would say, depending on where you're at in what state, uh, based upon what that state has chosen uh, to be its regulated testing standards. Right. So that's oh, yeah. that's number one. That's level. Let's start with let's peel this back in layers. OK, like an onion. Yeah, like an onion. So we're going to peel this back at level one being uh, state testing standards. Now, here in the state of Oregon, the state has established um, specific laws about what type of test uh, should all these uh, products be run through, uh, which I believe is like a liquid spectrogram or spectrometer test or something like that. Um and so that is the baseline test that you can use to be a state accredited uh, uh, testing location or facility. Okay. So everybody's on the same page, right? Right. And so if everybody's running the same test, then we should all essentially get the same results, right? Yeah. And so that's level number one. Um, and then level number two. Uh, now let's get into a little bit more of a interpersonal relationship, i.e. Uh, maybe like the first level that you really can find some underhanded type business going on. Um, being a person in a cannabis market, but also, you know, being in a lot of other places around the country, uh, i.e. where I'm from in Oklahoma, I've heard stories Um mind you, I'm, I'm just going to leave it at stories of people being able to walk into a, you know, testing facility and, you know, slip them a little bit of something, something for, you know, oh, yeah. some more favorable result numbers. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to say that doesn't happen because it does. Um, I don't see what the benefit in doing it is, uh, especially because, you know, at that layer, at this layer, we're still, everything is still moving downwards towards, uh, the customer, right? Yep. Uh, and the next part, part in that is going to be the retail location. So if you're paying for faulty stuff, you're putting it out there and it's not working, then you're going to have people who, one, they're going to stop trusting your yep. brand, but then they're also going to stop, stop trusting the place uh, that distributed that to you. You know what I mean? Because, you know, hey, if I bought some bum stuff from your shop, you know, why, <laughs> why would I come back to you? But I, I think it's because I think the reason we see that is because a lot of consumers think everything is THC numbers. Okay. I think that's why why I mean, we that get into a bigger exists. discussion. And if we if we if we go on there, we're gonna get into a, a, a little bit of a bigger discussion about you know what's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, but, you're you're right. And that's what I think is a lot of most. That's what people are geared to think now is that it's THC. Like the first thing I look at in the menus is I go to the top shelf tiers. Because those are your better quality. Right. And so that's, that's that's my next point. My next point is, is what are you buying? And what are you buying for? Okay. Because everybody seems to think that THC is the number uh, that's going to give you a specific um, 
uh, reaction or a specific level or mm-hmm. it'll take this much just to even for you to feel something. And yeah. that's not always the case. Um, cannabis comes in many different strains and, and different uh, varieties for, and I'm being very general here. So cannabis guys, please don't pick me apart on this. Yeah, this um, is you know, I'm being very general. So we don't, you know, we're, we're trying to keep this broad for everybody to understand. Um, but cannabis comes in so many different varieties uh, that every variety doesn't match every person. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's certain strains that I can smoke right now. For example, Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Bruce Banner is a strain that a lot of people really enjoy. They say it really gives them a really great, like intense it. high. I can't feel shit. I might as well be smoking a black and mild. That's what I feel like. I feel right. like. Bruce Banner just doesn't do anything for me. There was a, we had a cut of Bruce Banner uh, one time that, um, I mean, on the testing numbers, you know, whether they were bullshit or not, you know, it's still testing pretty high. It was at 37%. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and so it was, you know, something really, really strong. And all these people, oh my God, no, no, no. So it was like, we get down to a few grams left. And I said, okay, I'll go ahead and buy one. Mm-hmm. Buy a gram of it. Thinking to myself, all right, maybe this will be the game changer. And I smoked I, it, and I got a buzz, and I felt like the buzz was mostly from the THC than anything. And then after that, mm-hmm. it went away very fast. Yeah. It just doesn't do anything for me. So there's strains that don't do stuff for you. And it doesn't matter how high the THC or how low the THC is on that strain. It's just not going to do much for you. Now, right. on the flip side of that, there are certain strains that you can be ultra sensitive to. Yeah. And no matter how high or how low the THC is on that strain, it's still going to hit you, you know, in a, in a significant way. Gorilla glue for me. Okay. And for me, it's white Tahoe cookies, which I actually have a joint of here somewhere. Yeah, it's it's always it works. Yeah. And, and so you know, you know what you you come to find out what works for you. Uh you you know what I mean you you stick to things like like that, uh, or you know, things that, that are related to that. And so and then uh, my point is is don't if you uh, if you start to understand and you try out different things uh with cannabis as far as different strains, uh and really keeping I encourage people when you're trying to find something that really works for you uh and how it works for you, that you keep some type of a journal that says, you know, okay, mm-hmm. I bought this this strain uh at this THC percentage, but and put as much information as you can, depending on how the testing is in your area, what they give you. And you know what I mean? Keep you know, keep an idea like that because at that point you're st- you're shopping for strain. You're shopping yep. for a function. Especially and there's no way that anybody can BS you with numbers because as long as the strain itself is is accurate, mm-hmm. then it's gonna work for you. Especially if it's for medical purposes, especially document your doses. Yes. Strains, everything you can about it. It's profile, terpenes, anything you can figure out about what works best for you, the better. And if you're medically dosing with cannabis, um, then you should always keep some type of a a log as to mm-hmm. uh, the way you consume, how it made you feel. Uh, I would even go as far as like, especially with edibles. 
edibles for sure. Uh, it's it, that's one of the longest processes it takes to figure out what your dosage is. Uh, so it's something you have to stick at. I finally found my my correct dosage for edibles after like three years of being in the industry uh, because it would always just take a full 50 milligrams for me to feel anything. But now I can turn around and with certain edibles, I can dose myself out at like maybe 40 uh, percent of that and still be able to get a nice, enjoyable, long lasting feeling yeah. uh, just and, and still be able to function. You know what I mean? It doesn't it's not bleeding. It doesn't just smack me in the face all at once and then, you know, make me <laughs> run away or, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever the case is. So, so it's like, yeah, yeah, dosing is very important. No matter what your your tolerance level is. No. Um, so what else did George have to say? Uh, Facebook keyboard like gangsters warriors you know I'm gonna let you handle that one I think the internet's just giving people a fake sense of security I mean everybody gets caught once in a while someday they'll get caught slipping they'll remind they'll get reminded what you know a big alligator mouth and a tweety bird asshole will do to you yeah maybe maybe sometimes it Sometimes the dude talking shit on the other end might just be fucking six foot nine and 400 pounds of pure fucking beef and just wants to kick your little ass, too. You might be a condescending asshole and he don't like your tongue. Who knows? Hey, I think it was like a video somebody showed me one time of a, um, it was like two dogs barking at each other through a fence. But the fence wasn't like all the way, you know, all the way down. So it was like they was barking at each other on the side of a fence that both of them could easily get around. Oh yeah, and so they they go down to the point where now the fence is not yeah. in between them, and they look at each other and they, they run back run behind back. the fence just so they can keep barking at each other through the yeah. fence. That's what yeah, I see a lot of. I th- that's just what a lot of it is. It's just just flexing. Um, and then like local rappers. Why is everybody a rapper nowadays? Everybody's always been a rapper since since we've been able to. Uh, yeah. Rap, you know what? Since we've been able to write Let's keep it 100. Let's keep it 100. You know what I mean? Let's keep it 100. One, okay, I have a bias. Mm. (laughs) Very. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I got a bias. Uh, Because I used to do it back in the day myself. Yeah. Um, But uh, let's keep it 100. Because if it wasn't for local rappers, what we really have. You wouldn't have any rappers. We really have podcasters. No, you wouldn't have podcasters. Let's, you wouldn't have, about, let's break it down for a second. You wouldn't have YouTubers. It's the next form of entertainment. Well, let's break it down for a second. When did we start getting so many local rappers? Think about it. Not when is it like a point in time, but what had to happen before we started getting all these local rappers? Oh, the internet. Not even the internet. This is before, right. really before the internet was popular. Um, before we could even put our shit on the internet. Like, putting our shit on the internet was big time back then. Yeah. Um, CDs being passed out. It was the ability to produce shit outside of a major recording studio. Uh, yeah, it was the ability to yeah. set up the home the studio. Home studio, right? So when you start getting, you know, what I mean these 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 software yeah. programs and stuff that you know, what I mean, and, and people can do exactly what we're doing right now in podcasting, and um, they really could uh start to be a lot more independent and cost efficient is the thing cost efficient because yeah, yeah. you could you hit you hit another point right there was you know it's hitting cds well you know yeah back then 
I knew cats that had the studio and they had the duplication too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, that you can go record your shit over there and get your shit mixed and mastered over there. And, and then all print your shit up. Yeah, right? While you wait, 100 CDs. And so he, he, they print money for us. You know yep. what I'm saying? Because then we knew we could go out and grind and hustle and get those off. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was an easy it was an easy move uh, whether you wanted to be if whether you wanted to get out there and grind on your own shit or whether you wanted to invest in somebody mm-hmm. and so people have always been able to wait to be been able to find a way to make a somewhat decent amount of money off of it minus sometimes what goes into it that shouldn't be there right yeah. Uh, uh, when I say that, I mean like what in the traditional model, uh, you know, when you had labels who are taking all of that back from you for overhead. And so a lot of these artists were able to go out there and make on their own more or sometimes even on par. If you had a good grind and hustling, you built up a good network and just kept going, going, going. A lot of these artists were able to go out and make their own uh, like Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you right now, Tech Nine makes more money every year than probably oh ninety percent of mainstream artists. I wouldn't say that. You don't think so? Ninety percent. Well, I, okay. I think okay, he makes no, a bigger no, no, percentage no, 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 of I his own say, money. Okay, Sorry. I wouldn't give it ninety percent, but I would say yeah. I'll, I'd say definitely more than sixty. Yeah, I think, and and it's he has kind of like how Nip had all money and no money out. Uh. Tech Nine uses his own to finance everything. Right. So he reaps his own profits. Yeah. So he showed us the independent model, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, a long time ago. Right? Really works. <laughs> it really works. You know what I mean? Tech Nine is out there. To it. Yeah, he's eating. You know what I mean? Yep. And my man, my man's always touring. Mm-hmm. Um Fuck, he is too. If he yeah, if he's not if he's not touring, then uh, you know what I mean, his, his somebody from his label's touring. Mm-hmm. A label tour is coming through. Uh, if you're in any major to, I want you to say sometimes major, if you're in any like mid-major, small major city, if you're in a <laughs> small major, right, small, <laughs> small major, major, small major, you know, it's, it's a small city, but it's the major city yeah. in the state, right? So yeah. if you're like a Boise, Idaho, you can if you're down, uh, you know, a Reno, Nevada, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So places like mm-hmm. that, you're going to see techno or you're going to see strange music come through there a pr- lot, a lot. They a just lot. signed, uh, Strange Music just signed, what, Jelly Roll yesterday, the day before? So, I mean, I mean, they, they, and that's another thing. Their their roster is is an ever-evolving yeah, ever thing uh, that a lot of artists are like, yo, you know what I mean? I'd much rather be here than, than any other place. And then you've had, you've had to be good. You've had to be bad in some situations, yeah. you know, with certain artists. Uh, but I never hold that against th- those guys because all they're doing is just running the same model, no matter who you are. You know what I mean? Some people mm-hmm. just can't get. You know, some people don't. Some people don't don't agree with that. You know, sometimes yeah. because you know there's a lot of ego. True. I feel. Um, another person asked said uh, another subject to discuss would be Hennessy and Plan B. Hennessy <laughs> and Plan B. <laughs> and so I had to ask um, personal experiences or just in general. Um, and she said, just in general, or, you know, person, whatever. Okay. Um, I don't really want to touch that subject, either personal or in general, because I think we all know the results. It doesn't need to be talked about. 
Yo. I think we should have you a gotta, lot more plan no, B, no. though. See, because you, <laughs> out of the two of us, you're the Henny man. I have some in the freezer right now. Exactly. I'm, I'm not much of a drinker. You're the Henny man. Yeah. I'm not much of a drinker, but when I drink, I like Henny. Like, it's, but then it's always my downfall. When I do eventually go. No, home. no, no. Don't you can't. I'm not gonna nah, nah, we're not doing that. No, it's my choice of not <laughs> you you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna you no. uh blame it on the al- no. al- 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 alcohol. I no. can't do tea paint said I could. <laughs> no, no, no. That's you you made you you made a decision long before you even consumed that alcohol to consume that alcohol. Oh yeah, I made the decision I was gonna get fucked up long before I even tasted it. I mean you had to drive to the store to get it. No, I usually you had to just walk to the into bars. the store or or whatever or the bar. <clears throat> yeah, and then you had to make the purchase. Then you had to consume the purchase. So <laughs> before Henny even came into the equation, you had already made like four steps. Okay, this is funny. You got to read this meme that Lita just sent me. Oh, we meme it now. <laughs> All right, what the. What the car you drive says about you. Toyota, I'm sensible and frugal. Chevy, I love America and may own guns. Mercedes, I'm rich and possibly a douchebag. Kia, I eat paste. Pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. Why do people that eat? Why do people that drive Kias got to eat paste? I don't know. It's pretty mean. That is very mean. That's like very, very Mercedes douchebaggy. You know, it's funny because I agree with most of the stereotypes of Mercedes drivers. They are assholes. Yeah, because you're a douchebag. You're one of them. Yeah, but I'm not one of the assholes. I'm one of the rare ones. Oh, let's kill that fan. Um, so, the... Uh, we, talk, we did talk the other day uh, in the Lost File. <laughs> we should play the X Files music behind I that. I don't know. I got, I got to be serious right now. Um, we did. We did talk the other day uh, about uh, the young artist who lost his life, uh, Pop Smoke. Uh, so you know, rest in peace, uh, Pop Smoke. Definitely. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm actually I'm actually glad we we scrapped that one. Uh, that episode for now because actually uh, from you know as as it always is uh, when something first happens um, you get that initial report and everybody's saying well it's this or it's that yeah. um, and I'm glad we actually had some time to, to let this story grow a little bit more uh, because it seems to be at first they were kind of making it out to be that um, you know he prob- this probably happened to him because uh, he had been posting pictures of, you know, luxury bags and oh, yeah. uh, large amounts of cash uh, online. And actually it showed the the address where he was um, with that. Uh, and so now it's actually come to light uh, because the home, the home that he was staying in. Uh, and I, I'm probably going to fuck this up because I just read it like once the other day. Uh, but I was, the home that he was renting in California uh, where he was killed uh, mm-hmm. was owned by uh, as a property that was owned by uh, John Mellencamp's. I think oh, either wow. John Mellencamp or John Mellencamp's daughter. Uh, one way or another, the, the the family owned that property, but they were le- they were leasing it out or renting it out through a uh, property agency. Um, and so he was renting the home 
in in California because, like we said, he's he's from uh, he's from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and there there was security footage. I guess that I don't think the security I don't know if the security footage has been published online, um, but it was of four assailants. Uh, I guess who uh, went entered the property. Uh, they went to the back of the home, and then a short time later. Uh, three of them were seen coming back to the front of the home, and then one, one of the other, the fourth one, exited out of the front door. Uh, so you know, one would assume that you know he went to the back, yeah. gained entry. Uh, there was nothing taken, or you can't say there was anything taken, but it was the guy came in, he did his thing, he you know he, he shot pop smoke, uh, you know, opened fire on him, killed him. No one else that was in the home. Apparently, there was at least one other person in the home. I don't know how many how many others may have been there, um, but he was not alone. Um, and so they shot him and only him. Um, and then exited out the front, seemingly not taking anything with them. So what we wow. initially thought uh, may have been a robbery, um, uh, turns out it could be a little bit more nefarious than that. Hmm. <sighs> Your thoughts? That's crazy. That definitely sounds like a setup then. Right? I mean, that, that was... And the, it's another thing in the in the, in the the industry, too, that is uh the darker side of it is there's always somebody that you've pissed off along the way and sometimes that person has been riding with you since day one you just don't know it right i mean the the media the media's fucked up right oh yeah Closure. We we made it very clear. We're not any type of industry insiders. The same shit that we talk about when we talk about these topics is the same stuff that you know anybody else reads in you know the tabloids or wherever you get your news from, right, or your information from. And so, uh, with that being said, you know this is all that we know, and this is all you know. Then we take our own you know critical thought and apply it to we're it. Just, we're just taking our thoughts and our opinions and recording it. Right. That's fair. So and our uh, discussions. My my thing is this. Um, it's it's long been said. Um, what, what are we smoking? This what's this? White Tahoe cookies. Oh shit! Yes. Um, it's long been said in California. No matter who you are, that you know the gangs run L.A. Right, and I think we've heard that from plenty of people before, and maybe because of the medium that we were hearing it, whether it would be in movies, mm-hmm. uh, uh, TV shows, uh, or you know, somewhere on you know some internet fodder or something like that. You know, uh, the gangs run LA. The gangs run LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, some people also say that hey, that's very true. Like depending on who you are, and can give specific examples. Exactly. Um, Your perspective is different from everyone else's where you're at, everything pertains to it. Well, yes, you know what I mean? All of that pertains to it, but no, what they're saying is, is it is a place where if you're going to be there, you need to check in with certain people. Oh yeah, definitely. It's That's all. everywhere has that. I mean, no. Well, that has, no, I wouldn't say that. Not okay, everywhere so, has no, that. But. Because that, that, that's like, this is and this is why this is what I'm trying to I guess this is what I'm trying to get across or what they try to get across is people dismiss it in that same way and say, okay, well everybody's got everywhere has got their, you know, their kind of rules like that. No, that what they're saying is is in LA, 
it's way different than anything you True. could ever think of. True. So if you're from anywhere else, it's different than there. Definitely true. Um, and so we don't know if that's the case either. I mean, we're still just speculating like we were speculating the other day. We were wrong. Um, no, honey, we were wrong. Um, that episode's done. Never. We'll never hear it. <laughs> we're going to put it out. So we we're gonna, were wrong. We're going to put it out sometime. But, I mean, we could have been right, even though we were wrong. I mean, no, the, the, you can't be both. No, but we could have, could have been right. No, you can't be. You can't be. There, there's only one, one, one objective way to, to see the truth in any situation, right? I mean, there's subjective ways that, that paint up portions of it, right? <laughs> but there's only one objective way to see the truth. Like, the camera never lies, right? The edit may lie, but the camera doesn't. Well, it does sometimes because the, if you're wearing black... You look 10 pounds lighter, so the camera does lie. Man, if you're wearing black in real life, you look lighter. That's you're, true. Any, I mean, anywhere. You're wearing black, you you feel lighter. Um, speaking of black, how about the blackout of Bernie Sanders' huge lead in a lot of these polls? It's again... This is where the media comes into play. And look at look at people from the Huffington Post attacking Bernie Sanders. Every everybody who has something to lose, i.e. money, is attacking is attacking oh. Bernie Sanders right now. People on Facebook are doing the copy paste, uh, saying Bernie Sanders wants to tax fifty two percent tax rate on anyone making over twenty nine thousand by raising, and he's. This is to raise minimum wage to $15. Okay. This is the rumor. So that's not what he said at all. Right. He said 52% on people making $10 million or more a year. Mm -hmm. This is just another example of the media reporting which pieces and bits well, they want to play. How do, we know, how, do, how do we know it's the media? How do we know it's not the Russians? <clears throat> That's an honest to God question. Like, how do well, we how do we know, how do we know that's not the Russians? So the Russians, but now the story is that the Russians are trying to get Bernie elected. Right. So, are Russians good or Russians bad? No, there's not. See, What's going on? See, that, that's where we get lost. At I feel my opinion. That's where we get lost. Because think about this: their game, their game is not to go for or against any one candidate. Mm -hmm. um, their game and is to continue to politically divide and infighting. keep the unrest and the infighting in this country going. Mm -hmm. So how other do you do that? Let, think about it. We went from Barack Obama mm -hmm. Um, someone who was, uh, if we keep it at 100, was largely detested for his skin color exactly. in this country. Yes. yes. To the extreme opposite of Donald Trump, somebody who we really don't even honestly know what his skin color is. No, he's peach. Um, the supporters of those two different men and the things they stand for are vastly different people. That's a huge pendulum swing. That's not that's not going from 
one way to another and you know you know maybe just incrementally inching our way from one way to another. no that's a huge pendulum mm-hmm. and so what 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 is a bigger pendulum swing going the other way right now from Donald Trump to what Bernie it would Sanders be, no it actually, actually it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the biggest pendulum swing from Donald Trump right now to another candidate would be somebody who's not even... I don't even think she's in the race anymore. Um, Tulsi Gabbard. Gabbard. Yeah, yeah, no, she's not. Um, that would have been the biggest pendulum swing. It would, right? Yeah. But then but they said she was a Russian agent. She's not... Yeah, exactly. She's, she wasn't elect, She wasn't as electable as, as Bernie Sanders is. So, it, so we, we, there's a huge movement he's already got. So all he had to do is just piggyback upon that shit. Here's where I read a weird poll earlier about Bernie Sanders. And people's um, hesitation to support him. Okay. They believe in his policies and they believe he's electable, but they don't believe he can beat Trump. How the fuck is that possible? If you if people really believe in his policies and people really believe who's saying that? This is where all the different polls that I've been reading, that's the general consensus. But I'm saying who's but, saying that to you? It, Who's giving you that comes poll? From the media, the CNN, MSN, okay, no, Fox. Yeah, specifically, like, that's what I'm saying. Who's, yeah. who specifically out of those media outlets is giving you that uh, poll? So if you got to watch them all, and okay. but they're all generally giving the same answers, and it's weird. See, this is the thing. Bernie Sanders is not somebody who is going to be liked by any of those outlets. No. Because they're the people who own them. those outlets are what? The same person. No, they're, just, they're rich. Well, yeah. They're that insanely too. rich. That too. And his policies would... would, would yes. Destroy what they take, have stolen. Take the most from who? From the rich. Yeah. That's his platform. He's not, he's not even... He's not even shy about saying it. No. Right? And, and so... This uh, is, it's funny. I don't trust anything. I don't trust anything coming from any media source of, no. or mainstream media source about Bernie Sanders because even when they report it accurately, they do it reluctantly. Yes. And if you think about it, the support behind Sanders is the working class. Right. And it's everybody else. And it's, yes, it's everybody that's not rich. And it's like, it should be. How is that different? How the, the, it should be. Okay, so let me not. play devil's advocate for a second. So mm-hmm. let's say, let's say, for example, uh, okay, we believe these polls uh, that say that we, you know, we we yeah. like his policies, but we don't know if he can beat Trump. Uh, who are they polling to say that? And the reason I ask that is because because there were a lot of Bernie supporters mm-hmm. uh, last time around that voted that for when Trump. He, yeah, that when he lost to Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the the Democratic primary, because um, he was the next best anti-establishment vote. Exactly. So there's a lot of people who voted for Trump, who would have voted for Bernie had he been the nominee last time. Yes. And, and so the write-in isn't do, really an option in every state. Do you honestly think to me? Do you honestly think that if given the opportunity to do it all over again, have their first choice over again, going head to head with the guy that? 
Yeah, yeah, it was kind of a mistake for me to vote for it. I mean, I honestly think that mm-hmm. because of that alone, Bernie Sanders would w- would wipe the floor with Trump. Exactly. And any political pundit with any little bit of of a uh, 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 a modicum of of truthfulness or integrity would admit that. Uh, but but that's like I said, I'm not a pundit. I'm not an expert. I'm not an insider. Uh, the people but I do know arguing, how to add one plus one. The people arguing the most about politics right. that you see are really not the people that ever are benefiting from politics. But it's whoever believes the most of, well, I have all this and you only have that. Because that guy has that little bit over there. Right. Now, to me, it make wouldn't it make sense for, hey, wait, we both, you have a little bit more than I do, and you have more than he does, but that guy over there, he's got 99% more than all of us combined because of our hard work and our labors. Shouldn't we just say, hey, fuck you? No, we shouldn't. And we shouldn't. And that's the, I'm going to no, tell you why. Say, hey, no, I'm going to tell you why. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Why we shouldn't. This is the thing. Okay. Out of everybody that's out there, we we all have good ideas sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that. Well, let me back that up. There are people who have ideas and there are people who know how to execute ideas. Yeah. Right. Everybody can have an idea, but not everybody knows how to execute that idea. Yeah. They need somebody to either help them, show them or do it for them to create a business. Yeah. Right. Out of an idea. And that's even if that idea is scalable or even if it goes. But regardless of all that, um, you need people like a lot of these billionaires who know how to execute ideas, who have the infrastructure to execute oh, ideas, uh, right? Yeah. But, but <laughs> where we need to stop and pump the brakes is allowing people to take the the money that they make from a lot of these high ends, these high uh, Fortune 500 CEOs and CFOs mm-hmm. and you know executives and stuff like that, who then take these. A massive paychecks that they're getting and these massive returns on investments they're getting and then move those out of the country <laughs> never to have to be taxed. No. Never to have to. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because what that what does that do? That is is if I give you a bucket, your inclination is to fill it up. Depends. No, no matter what. Sometimes I'm gonna need to just Flip it over and stand on top of it. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of that's what you need a step stool for. <laughs> but I want to have a bucket. Your inclination, if I give you a bucket, your inclination is to fill it up. Mm-hmm. That's what it's used for, right? Yeah. But in order to fill it up, then you must what? Empty it out. Empty it out. Then you now, go. unless you want to waste what you just filled it up for, you got to have another bucket to put it in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so now we've got. We've, we've allowed people to take these buckets and put them all over the world. Mm-hmm. The Panama Papers. And drop money in left and right. And yep. so now that money doesn't get 
recorded as earned. This is this is the cycle. This is how it goes, right? I'm company X in America. Mm-hmm. I set up my infrastructure. Um, you know, I got some offices here, and you know, we got some people, you know, working on some R and D, and you know, all that kind of shit. Yep. All the cool stuff, right? A couple little high paid execs, exactly. But when it comes time for me to make my product, well, I'm going to make that somewhere else. Oh, hell yeah. In China, Asia, anywhere that's cheap as we can find. But then what I'm also going to do is I'm going to find some place in between here and there, uh, typically somewhere like, I don't know, Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to place my corporate headquarter yep. address there. Yep. As long with... Uh, you know, maybe a couple of different routes for my financial transaction once yeah, it leaves the shore. Things get a little complicated. They get a little complicated. Stuff. Yeah, you know, the seas get a little, waters get a little choppy and shit, you know. Yeah. yeah, you never know. And so what happens is, is those transactions for, you know, those massive purchases of product to be shipped from, you know, China or Taiwan or wherever they're being made. And I'm oversimplifying this so money people don't come for me. Fuck you. Yes, don't um, come here. Fuck you. We're, you we're putting this in simple terms for people. Um, we're just two regular guys. Well, all week. of that money, when it comes back, it doesn't come back to the United States. It stops in Ireland mm-hmm. and it parks itself there. Mm-hmm. Never to have to come back and be reported on as right. income. Right. And so that's how these companies like Amazon got around paying, you know, not paying any money in taxes because the money never came back. Mm-hmm. They never technically earned it. No. So. Um, that's my. I mean, that's that's my rant. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how the fuck we got here. Let's see what other topics we got. Um, oh, oh um, what's up? Somebody else said that we need to suggest something about uh. Oh, what the hell was it? Worldwide Titty Tuesday. What the fuck is Worldwide Titty Tuesday? That we should have Worldwide Titty Tuesday on social media. That we should have yeah, worldwide. So everybody. Everywhere. Like every Tuesday? Yeah. Just fuck it. So people just post titties on... on... Nah, fuck that. <laughs> nah. I don't want to see that shit. Because you know the only motherfuckers that's going to be posting their titties is the only motherfuckers whose titties you don't want to see. Fuck it. I'll do it if it's a social media challenge. Nah, brother. My, um, no. Exactly. Exactly. My point exactly. Right? My point exactly. See, y'all are warned. Don't so, ask for it. Nah. Don't come for me. He told that shit. Like CJ said, don't come for me. Real one Tuesdays. Who thinks of this shit? They're my friends on Facebook. Who the fuck do you think they are? That's fair. <laughs> um, so last night I went to go uh, uh, went to the Moto Center to uh, Trailblazers home game. And ouch. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, but it Zion, Zion like, was It's like episode two. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. Exactly. <laughs> episode what? <laughs> episode three. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. Ouch. Um, Just like Zion didn't come here last night and wreck it. He did. Gosh, the guy is fucking strong. Um, but it, it, it brings me into... Um, kind of what, what I wanted to talk about with, with this young man after seeing him in person, is he sustainable? Is he going to be able to sustain a long NBA career? Shaq was. 
Sure. I think if he stays in shape and he doesn't get hurt, he, you know. I think that's one key point, staying in shape. Yeah. But, I mean, so Zion is like one of those guys that if you look at him right now, like, you know how um, uh, how guys who are, like, really, really athletically fit, you know, and, yeah. and you know, a couple of years or, you know, maybe five, six years out the league, you see him and they're all puffed up now, Barkley. you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> Charles Martin will kick your ass if he ever meets you. Fuck yeah, he would. <laughs> um, but no, it's like Zion already has that bill. Like, you know, as soon as he stops running, like he starts gaining weight. Oh, yeah. I feel like, you know what I mean? It's, it, 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 that's just what his frame looks like. It looks like he, he already looks like he's in the latter stages. You know, it'd be fucked up. It'd be fucked up if we found out Zion was actually like 35. <laughs> like no because everybody that look at him says says that he's built like an older guy like he's not built like a 19 year old <laughs> like, like no I can see that shit one day being a, being a fucking 30 for 30 <laughs> that time that time we were all thought we were seeing the next generation <laughs> and we were actually given the generation that was on the way out. The rebirth of Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> yo, 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 Tia. Tia says, uh, He's going to unzip his suit and Isaiah Thomas is going to step out one day. No, Tia says he looks like, uh, you remember the movie Class Act? Oh, yeah. He looks like Blade, the bully from Class Act. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, what do you think? What do you, do you think? How long do you think he's going to stay in the league? I mean, no, 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 let me take it back. Let me take it back. I don't want to frame relevant that. Relevant like, in the league? No, no, I don't, I don't want to frame that like that. Uh, how long do you think he's going to be impactful in the league? It depends on if he stays in shape, if he stays healthy, and if he does, um, if he takes care of himself. Like Leonard, he takes time off. He has rest days. And I think that's very vital to these players. They're playing a very impactful sport. I mean, look at Kobe Bryant in the end of his career was icing his knees as much as he could and was in absolute pain and still playing the game because he absolutely loved it, but in a lot of unnecessary pain too. But yeah, Kobe yeah. had the heart of a champion. I mean, undeniable. And so that does make a huge difference. But, um, I think he could have had a lot better career if he would have took better care of his body. Speaking of Kobe Bryant, um, his and uh, Gianna's funeral uh, is coming up. uh, Yeah. Let's see, what is it? uh, Two days from now. So we're recording this on a Saturday, so Monday. Uh, They win, so they're going to be buried on 224. Yeah. Which is, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. I don't know Same how I feel about that. Honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I, I, think, it's, that, you know, I think it's great. Are I we going to make that a holiday? Okay, why not? Are we going to be a holiday? holiday. I mean, if that, Trump signs that, what does that happen for his I mean, no, reelection? Fuck Trump! Fuck Trump! Fuck Trump! Uh, I'm talking about like, oh, this is going to be like an unofficial holiday where motherfuckers just take the day off and play 2K all day. 
Oh shit. And everybody just locked Kobe on their team. Yeah. I said, you know, I'm, I'm gonna do that tonight. I haven't done that yet. Fuck it. Uh, I, you know what? I think that should, that should have been part of my grieving process. I haven't played in a long time. I'm going to play 2K with Kobe. Last time I played was, what, New Year's when we played? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember all my victims. <laughs> <laughs> remember when it used to be like a one-to-one ratio for the longest time? Man, yeah. The days when I was just getting used to the stick. We was running it back and running it back and running it back, and now it's just slaughter after slaughter after slaughter. Like, come on, what? dude, beat me by fifty three fucking one, points. One, no, for real. So I didn't even really real talk. I didn't get into two K until maybe about. Actually, I didn't get into two K until like really, really get into I didn't it until get a couple into of years until ago. You moved here, and then all the time, like any my my only time that I would play. Uh-huh. Would be playing, you know, at somebody else's crib. So, you know, obviously I'm yeah. not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. And would sometimes end up, you know, fucking that nigga up. It's a, <laughs> what the fuck? So that was, um, yeah, no, that's, if you give me, yeah, you give me some, uh, you give me some time to actually play it and fucking get down with it. Oh, yeah. And, well, I mean, you've seen the results. <laughs> you've seen what happens. <laughs> um, that Jeremy Christian dude. Fuck him. Is it Christian or Christian? What is it? It's the cr- it Jeremy Christian. Christian, I think. Is it really just Christian? Like I Christian Christian? So. Let me uh let me verify. That's some bad pub for uh no, I ain't gonna say that. The only religion I, out no. Yeah. <laughs> you go through we we're not going there. It's Christian. It's Jeremy Christian on them. Yep. Um he was convicted, right? Yes. All on counts. all counts. All counts. Uh, does Oregon have a death penalty? Uh, no. So he's looking at life in prison. I believe so. So I mean, I, I the case. Uh, like you know, he, you know, send, there was. Can you send him to another state and have him retried that does have the death penalty? I wish. Can you know what I think they should do? In serious where cases of the death penalty should exist, where generally as society thinks the death penalty should exist, that um, Christians should just really be like, since they really don't want to be a part of that, they should just like, you know what, y'all handle this to yourselves. Like this is where these cases go to court, right? Because people like me ain't got no problem. Oh, you touched a child. I'll be like the fucking Queen of Hearts and Alice in Wonderland. Off with his head. But you know, honestly, you know, that's that's my biggest issue with the death penalty is not the state killing people. Uh, you know, although the you know it's it's I'm, I, I'd be I'd be an asshole not to make mention of the fact that the state has killed some innocent people or yeah. some people that we at least true. we at least should have given another another look to. Okay. Now, but yeah. all of that aside, all of that aside, my issue with 100 percent undeniable guilty. Like right. my issue with the death penalty mm-hmm. is that in the beginning of the process, that we you know, somebody is just going along in their regular everyday life mm-hmm. and they get a uh, a letter in the mailbox. Yeah. 
and tells them to report for jury duty. Yeah. And these it's, people walk in, just, you know, they were minding their own business. And then all of a sudden we're asking 12 people to mm-hmm. take someone's life. Yeah. By way of a vote. Yeah. And that's the biggest, like, I don't know if I, if I ended up having to be on a, a murder, like, you know, I mean, if I was on a jury for, for a murder yeah. in, in, in a state where they have the death penalty, like, dude, you know how much sleep I lose over that shit? I wouldn't. I would lose sleep all the way up until and probably after they, they execute him. I wouldn't. I would. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't. I can't. I rooted for Thanos, though. So. This is why your ass is on watch list. You know that, right? <laughs> Several. It's, I, I just think, like, there are circumstances where people deserve to fucking go to die. Vegas. We're not flying on the same plane. Oh. I don't uh, want my flight getting delayed because somebody on the no fly list made it there. <laughs> they, uh, there, I, I believe there are cases where people deserve to die for their crimes. And I don't think, though, that we should let them sit on death row for 40 years, 30 years, 20 years. Like, if there's undeniable, you know, evidence that they committed these atrocious crimes and that. Fair. The jury said it's time to die. And let's let's 100 percent DNA, video, photography, eyewitnesses. I mean, the whole shebang. Kill that motherfucker on spot. You know what I think we should have? Hmm. <coughs> I think we should have well-timed text messages. Um <laughs> I think uh who is this? Who just texted me right now? Because you're going to get a shout out in the worst way. Okay, I can't do that now because it's my girl. Oh, no. Yeah. Edit that part oh, out. No, I love, no. Come on, this, we, we. Oh. I hope I'm not interrupting, but we're going to order some food. <laughs> All right. Perfect timing, Tia. Perfect timing, babe. Love you. Um, <laughs> Shout out, Tia. We love you. <laughs> but where are we at? What are we talking about? Tia is going to order me Thai food. Oh. Oh. Thai food. Oh, Shout out, Thai food. What are we talking about? Look, I don't remember. Oh, it's the fucking weed now. I was about to make a good point. I felt. Yep. What the fuck? Oh, the Jeremy Christian death penalty. And- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <coughs> I think that if we take, we should take all of the confirmed, like confirmed, confessed, and evidenced killers. And I say mm-hmm. those, those are two completely different things because sometimes people do confess to crimes they didn't commit. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then sometimes people are convicted of crimes that mm-hmm. they didn't commit. Yes. Uh, based on evidence, right? Yes. Um, and so, you know, no. Let, let, let's hit all three points. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's I mean, undeniable. Proven, yes. convicted, and confessed. And I would have no problem judging that person. And let's do this shit fucking gladiator style. I love it. People have this insatiable um, lust for watching people battle it out anyway, right? Instead of football and boxing and MMA, yeah. we just have these these 
convicted criminal. Right. Battling out. It'd be like, uh, we can be Marcus Aurelius. Are our sports getting progressively more um, violent or more, I guess, uh, so faster? I think, Is it just faster I think, and bigger, or is I it like more violent? Sports are getting safer in in a in a in a broad spectrum. Right. Football's trying to take. They try to take a rough sport and soften it, but in for the right reasons. Um, but you, it's a whole other argument. You can't stop a fucking brain from just going bam, 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 bam. Oh, fucking skull. Doesn't happen. All right. So the reason I asked is that, like, but MMA and boxing, like, I thought MMA was like gonna. Yeah. So I'm like, like, you can't, no matter what you do, you. How much the average does the average MMA fighter earn compared to the average NFL player Not compared to the average NBA player? Not very much at all. You see what I'm saying? And that's, like, and it's the crazy. More, the, the more it seems like the more violent it gets, the, 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 the more protective, yeah. the less protective it gets, the less pay, the less pay you get. Yeah. How does that work? It's crazy because it. Basketball, it takes a special type of person not, to get out there saying, and fight it out for a living. I'm not saying that basketball players shouldn't earn as much as they do, or baseball players shouldn't earn as much as they do, because look how look look no, how long their seasons are. Could you? But fighters are going all year long and just pummeling each other. I mean, but if you're a professional fighter, like for the most part, you that is you're, the most physical. A professional, job fight, you a could professional have. fighter. I mean, you're you're probably fighting at max like four to five times a year, maybe. I mean, I'm talking about and like UFC level, level fighter. I'm not talking about yeah. professional fighter in the midst of like, well, I mean, let's say UFC level, uh, UFC, Bellator, whatever, you know, let's say whatever the top three. Uh, Sometimes you guys only fight, what, once a year? Uh, twice a year? Yeah. But you're still training the whole damn year. Yeah, you are. You are. I mean, you're still doing all that, but, you know, NFL, you're going to be Playing, you know what, sixteen games if you don't make the playoffs. But you're not getting if you repeatedly the, punched. If you in win the, the face. Super Bowl, you're probably getting you're probably playing what nineteen, twenty games, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how you make it in. So, yeah. um, NBA, you're playing eighty two games. Baseball, you're playing like you know a hundred and whatever their mm-hmm. amount is. I mean, I see you know if you're talking about per game how much they're getting yeah. paid. You know what I mean? Per game or per performance. MMA and I think it's uh, really low. It's, it's, like, it's, it's no, it's I mean it's it's like it's it's closer than what it looks like if you're looking at just their yearly salary, right? Yeah. Because the amount of I get it, the amount of performances, blah blah blah. But still, I mean the fucking the toll on your body, your brain. That's crazy. I, I like MMA. Don't get me wrong. I don't watch football anymore. I like MMA. Yeah, I like MMA. I fuck with that shit. Um. But it seems crazy to me that they're they're pretty lowly paid. It seems like, even relatively to boxing. Yeah. But, um, now don't get me wrong. Boxers, depending on who you are in boxing, boxers get paid stupid. Oh yeah, that's crazy money. Uh, talking about that Floyd Mayweather money? Oh God. Yeah, but he's not everybody. There's only one Floyd Mayweather, so there's only going to be one type of Mayweather money. 
Oh yeah, no, you getting. I mean, but no, well, other people are getting Mayweather money. Mayweather ain't the only one getting Mayweather money. He's just the only one you know. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. these promoters is actually getting stupid rich off of you know these fights. Mayweather just started promoting his own fights and getting the purse too. Yeah. And so you know he he's he's getting he's getting what the promoter normally would get unless it's like some type of a joint promotion. I'm assuming uh, that you know that's some type of a way they'd have to have to you know set it up for some of these fights where the fighter is ex- you know the, his opponent is exclusively with his promoter, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, no, I mean that's see, all right. Neither. Uh, that's a that's a bad example because they they do perform a boxer like a high level boxer is probably only giving you two fights a year, so he's getting paid like you know mm-hmm. you know Floyd's getting paid what, like fucking two hundred million or something <laughs> like that and some shit some ridiculous number. Um, we're gonna be shooting down the highway, so yeah, we're gonna be taking the next show on the road to. Uh... An undisclosed safe house location. Undisclosed safe house Boise location. Area. Yeah, because there'll be snitches. Yeah, we'll have to. Try and tell what you're doing. Yeah. One name of your show has weed in it. Weed. So, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. It's, it's going to be weird being in an illegal state. So I hear I hear that now people just drive up to uh, the border pretty much. Yeah, Ontario, shout out. Opening in that dispensary, uh, Hotbox Farms opened up a shop over there. And, uh, That's the name of a Hotbox Farm? Yeah. Nice. They, uh, uh, they've made very uh, several citizens happy in an illegal state. They've made several of us Oregon people upset. <laughs> <laughs> if you get what I mean. I mean... <laughs> Look, how many states around them have legalized cannabis? Fucking every one of them in some form. Every one of them? Yeah, in some form, cannabis is legal. Utah has some form of Yeah, they legal. have medicals like CBD and all sorts of shit. Okay. And uh, what else? Montana, Montana has one. Montana. And then Canada's fucking full legal. Canada's full legal. But now that we're on the subject of legalization, Oregon, Washington. brought up a very good what point else is, that I want to talk about. What else touches them? Utah and Nevada. Utah, Nevada. Yeah, that's it. Wyoming. Wyoming? Yeah. Does Wyoming touch touch it? Uh, Pretty sure they have some form of legalization. Um, You know, if if we do the whole legalization, let's say it's up, you know, it's very possible. Full legalization is coming federally somehow. Uh I think looking back on legalization here, which I've said this from the beginning, we should have went for decriminalization first. Decriminalization first. We still have people in prisons and jails for marijuana. Well, I'm out here buying it at a fucking store if it looks like Apple. Exactly. It's so, ridiculous. Uh, Al, uh, so when Alfred called for the interruption earlier, uh-huh. um, he is doing a fucking still almost a year on a six month fucking rider program for getting caught with marijuana in Idaho. Right. That they found in a vehicle that he wasn't in by the way. And they took so long. He got sentenced to a rider 
It took about seven or it took about five and a half months to send him on the rider. He sat in county jail. Shit. Now his rider, he can't leave on time because the he's supposed to graduate from this class, but they had a bad winter up there because uh-huh. it's up in North Idaho. And they fucking put the teacher got put out because she got pneumonia. It's not her fault. But then they sent her back somewhere for fucking training, and then she has to teach the other part of the class in Boise. So now he's going to take end up doing probably 13, 14 fucking months on a fucking four to six month fucking writer program. For weed. For weed. Man, child to Alfred. And that's oh, just one story. Keep your head up out there. There's I mean, yeah, that's, that's one. That's... Thousands and thousands of stories over a fucking plant. It's a non violent fucking crime. There are things to actually fucking go after. So, but this is the thing. Why don't we take that and start raising awareness that, A, the only reason why these people are locked up this long for for these offenses is the money-making machine. The money-making machine of the prison system itself. Mm-hmm. It was a, you know, because they they need people to be able to fill those up to be able to occupy oh, those yeah. state contracts that they have to be uh for, for occupancy rates. That the key was like a ninety percent occupancy rate. Mm-hmm. So it's if ridiculous. You, if you need to keep your prison open ninety percent of the time, or or keep it occupied ninety percent, uh, of capacity, it, why not fill it one hundred and ten percent? Right. Twenty more percent profit turns into a hundred percent pure profit. Well, how many people are committing crimes? On a daily basis, that are requiring more than you know three to four years of time mm-hmm. in any given jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. You know, I know the population. You know, the the way the the rate of the population goes up, uh, goes down. The 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 numbers go up, but the ratios stay typically the same, yeah. right? Um, but how are we getting to the point that we are able to almost pinpoint? the amount of bodies we can put into facilities and how we can keep growing the business model like it's a Walmart. Well, we are the supposedly number one civilization, civilized nation. Yet we have less people in China, but have more people in prison. I mean, it's, it's an industry here. It is. It's That's its, all own, it's, 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 it's an industry. industry. Yeah. And you who's, know, who's <laughs> talking about that in the, in, in the race? Um, is Bernie anybody, Sanders is, anybody is talking, talking about, about justice reform. Entry? Yes, Bernie, Jander, Bernie Sanders is all about justice reform. He's Specific, talked about it several specifically times. private prisons. Though. Uh, private prisons have been mentioned several times throughout okay. his. Because um, they use the case I of that check judge. That myself. They, that, they, that's that's important. You know what I mean? That's one of those issues huge. that is important to me. Um, you know, I I was going through the Donald Trump pardons the other day. And they were oh, all shit. tied yeah, to that business. That's just juicy but as fuck. Here, hold on. There's n- some weird shit with this. They were all rich magnates. They were all elite, right? Right. But then there's one that the media really left quiet. Crystal Munoz in Texas. Mm-hmm. She was, um, who was the lady that was on the Super Bowl ads for Trump? Uh, Alice Parker, I think mm-hmm. her name. The one that Trump pardoned last year. Yeah. Um, she was one of her cellmates. She was uh, a marijuana trafficker. 
the one that Kim Kardashian West worked to, to get out. Uh-huh. They, he pardoned her, but nobody mentioned her. They've really kept it quiet about her. Why do you think? I, I don't know. It's weird. Like, how come that isn't like, how come no one's highlighting that one? Well, I know a couple of the names uh, of some of the people who were pardoned. Eddie DeBartlow, who used to own the 49ers, who was convicted of fraud and bribing a government official for Mm $400,000. He was one of them. And there's a couple of names on that list. Here, I'll pull it up. There was, yeah, pull, pull it up real quick. I heard some interesting little tidbits um, about how some of those how some of those parts kind of came to be. Oh, uh, Blagovich, that was like the number one. Not Blagovich. That's the Chicago guy yeah. who tried to sell Obama's seat, Barbo, right? Oh, yeah. And then Michael Milken. M- Milken, that's the guy yeah, right John there. King. Okay, so. 22 months of a 10-year sentence. Does it mention in there that Days before that pardon came, the guy, so Milken went to prison. What does it say? What does it say he was in prison for? Months, um, for violating security laws. Okay. So, and, but was, now has become a prominent philanthropist. And who, 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 who did he, who was he doing it for? Does it say? Um, who was the beneficiary of him doing it? Does it say it in that article? Um, no, it just says what they were convicted of. What he was convicted of. Okay, so the guy that he was working for, <clears throat> I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, or you people out there can get get on some Google fool shit, right? This is this is how you want to chase the money, chase the money, right? So the guy that he was working for, mm-hmm. that he got convicted of, of of whatever he went to prison for, mm-hmm. just days before that, literally like four days. Before mm-hmm. that pardon came, all of a sudden donated a lot of money to Trump in a fundraiser. Oh. So these are all just, bruh. this is just CNN. It's just the list of who they are, what they did. And bruh, bruh. The What's the next name? What's the next um, name? Bernie Carrick, uh, the, New York, the former New York police commissioner. He did three years in federal prison for tax fraud and lying to officials. Okay, what's the next uh, name? He was going to be Homeland Security for, for, for Bush. And then he withdrew his own nomination because of pos- potential tax violations. Yo, what's the next name? Uh, Ariel Freeler. Software okay. entrepreneur who pled guilty to conspiracy to access a protected computer. Next one. Next one. Uh, Paul Pogue. Pogue. That's it. Owner of the construction company and Republican political donor who was sentenced to three years of probation for underpaying taxes approximately 10% over a three-year period. Bruh. He's made significant charitable contributions, Bruh. but he donated eighty five thousand to Trump Victory Point, Boom. to Trump Victory, Bruh. a joint fundraising <laughs> committee between the Trump campaign and the Republican National Committee, Bruh. and <laughs> nearly one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to the Republican National Committee so far this election cycle, Bruh. according to Federal <laughs> Election Commission records. That's Bruh. right in there. Bruh, I'm telling you, Safavian. Yo, people paying their way out of prison with Trump. 
Van Jones and Brian Daylight, yo. This is Jesus. what they this is what they talk about. So when 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 you don't convict them of the 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 quid pro quo, uh, uh, you know that everybody barked about. What you think he finna start doing after you after he get away with it? Wow, Bruh. this is awesome. Exactly. Hey, can you I'm telling you, president? man. That's why I'm saying you got when when, when these articles come up, yeah. people got to go down and scroll through there. This stuff is in there a lot of times. Some the, I'm the first dude, CNN reported yeah, that the honestly. first dude it wasn't in there, but they the dude the stuff is hidden in a lot of these articles, and and people who who, who go through and actually ingest information. Mm-hmm. They will see this, and they, 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 that's why they sitting out there pulling out their hair like, y'all not seeing this shit? It's literally right there in front of you. Right. So in the last name, well, not the last name, but um, David Safavian, Angela Stanton, Tenise Hall, um, Krista Munoz. Judith Negron, president commuted 35-year prison sentence of role in a $205 million Medicare fraud scheme. 35-year sentence. Commuted. Served eight years of her sentence. And it doesn't have, like, all the backstories. So, okay, at the risk of being wrong again and all the government people coming at, coming for me, fuck y'all. Um, so I, I'm assuming that the only way the president of the United States can pardon somebody is if it's a federal, federal crime. crime. Yes. And a federal crime, you must serve what percentage of your time? I don't know. Is it like 80, 85, 90, something like that? Some high percentage, like before you're eligible for, for parole. I don't think so. I don't think it's, oh, before you're eligible for parole or yes. before you're eligible for a pardon? Parole. Oh, I don't know. No, you can. You know, if the, if the president pardons you, he can pardon you before you, before you like. Yeah, technically, he, right now, he can pardon Roger Stone. As soon as you're sentenced, he could pardon you. Right. Um, but no, his uh, his power to. I mean, uh, or what's? Let me see. Let me Google that shit. I'm trying to look up. You got it. Stats. Yeah, my phone about to die anyway. But no, it's some ridiculous number of, of, of the percentage of the amount of time you must serve of that sentence before you're even eligible for parole. Like, there's no there's no getting sentenced to 20 years and then walking out in four. Oh, no. <clears throat> well, and do they, t- do they sentence you to fixed and determine it? Like, it depends on that, too. No, nah, it's like you get you get 10 years, you serve an eight, pretty much. Sometimes, yeah. <clears throat> And, and no mandatory federal, like so. In a state, um, state okay, you can so get ten years go. and walk out in three. Yeah, a prisoner given a twenty-year sentence could sometimes be released on parole after only a few short years, even though the parole board had to consider each prisoner's likelihood of committing another crime. Congress was concerned about release of potentially dangerous convicts who hadn't spent enough time for behind bars. That's on feds? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, they can earn early release, for example, like a amount of time. No, there's no set out. amount of time. Okay, cool. It just depends on when they deem you eligible for parole. That's pretty fucked up. Unless they gave you, like, 20-year minimum sentence. Like, 20 fixed and then 20 possible. Now, do we do we do it? We didn't do it. We haven't done away yet with federal uh, mandatory minimums, have we? No. That's what this whole thing is about. 
this whole that's where I found this was looking up the mandatory minimum. mandatory minimums, and that took me to here. So this brings up a point, though. How come in um, civilian court there are maritime flags behind the judges? That's how I was always sentenced. There's a maritime flag hanging in the courtroom. That's not a military courtroom. No, here it is. Here it is right here. I found it. In federal prison, there is no parole. Prisoners serve 85% of the time. If your sentence is at least 12 months in one day and you receive all of the all of your good time credit. So if you, you you've got I'm sorry, you've got to serve 85% of your time in federal prison. Okay. There is no parole. And what this is coming from. Okay, well, uh, this is the first thing that popped up. This is from uh, the, prison professors. They give you three days of good time for every 20 days you serve. Three days of good time for every 20 days you serve. Yeah. So that's what? What's the percentage of that? That's 85%? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Before you, you, you don't get parole, you get good time. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you got to serve 85% of your time. Mm-hmm. That's if you don't fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> that's if you get all the good time. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I'd, I'd end up doing my whole time then some. Oh my gosh. And, and break every rule, probably. That's crazy, man. Yeah, you get, you get sentenced to federal prison. It's a no. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever you get. So that's, that's a crazy statistic. You know what I mean? That is. So what else you got, man? It's um, about good. About good. Yeah. Um, all right. So give me your give me your final prediction, Wilder Fury. Okay, I've thought it over. Thought it over. Okay. And I gotta, or I, I think Wilder's gonna come out. I think Wilder's gonna come out with it. Yeah. How? 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 Huh? How is he? How, how is he gonna finish? Um. I think he'll. I think he'll knock him out. Knock out. Yeah. Give me a round. Give me, give me a round range. Give I, me a round range. I think it's going to be a later round. I give, think it's going to be... Give me a three-round range. Nine, between... Nine... Probably 10 or 11. Nine, 10, or 11. Okay. Nine, 10, or 11, you got KO. I got KO. I got KO between three, four, and five. Damn. it's a big difference. Three, four, and five. I don't, I don't think I don't think he's gonna fuck around tonight. I think Deontay Wilder is, is on a mission. And Tyson, and I I give you this: if Tyson Fury, if Tyson Fury goes all twelve rounds and doesn't get put on his ass once, he doesn't even have to win the fight by a decision at this point. I would declare him the greatest white fighter ever. <laughs> I don't mean shit from from from, uh, from a boxing analyst standpoint, but from a CJ standpoint, he will forever be my great white hope. I think I, I you ain't gonna be able to tell me shit about Tyson I think Fury. Wild, I think Wilder's more hungry. If he if that man yeah, if that I, man is I still standing on his feet at the end of this fight gonna be. without hitting his ass not once, no. you ain't gonna be able to tell me shit about Tyson I, Fury. I don't I don't think so. I, I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna last. I think it's. I think he's gonna get knocked out. 
I thought it was going to be kind of like the first one, but now really thinking about it in the lead up to the whole fight, Wilder is actually been training for it, is actually wanting to destroy Fury. Right. Okay. Fury doesn't want it as bad. I don't think he'll win. I, don't, I, it's, I thought it was more possible to be a draw. Yeah, again, we'll see. but uh, I'm gonna see if we, shit, we might. We, hey, you know what? Let's go. Let's go find somewhere to watch the fight. All right. Uh, well, what time is it? What's, what's up? Seven o'clock. All right. We'll see. After seven. Might be. A, we'll, let's see if we can, we, we can find out. We'll we'll give y'all our, our hot takes no matter what. We'll we'll yeah. find out the the results yeah, when we watch it or not. iPads and iPhones and yeah. internet. We, we can get find our hot the takes for uh, free. Hey, on, go on Facebook boys. live for us. The Tyson fight. The fucking Wilder. Fury fight. <laughs> right. Facebook live. Oh wait. Random, random shout outs. Facebook. Random um, shout outs. Dude, um, shout out Mike Capes. Mike Capes? Yeah. Okay. What's going on with Mike Capes? Uh well it just came on a shuffle on my playlist earlier. So Dope. you got some great projects out there, man. If you've never heard of the kid before, uh Mike Capes, go and hit him up on any of your streaming platforms. M I C is it C A P E S. Beautiful with his wordplay and yeah. his flow and everything about him. Uh, random shout out. Let's see. You know what? Shout out to YouTube content creators because they help you find some crazy shit sometimes. Like you can Fuck find. Yeah, you're in the wormhole. YouTube, no yeah, time at all. It's like a fucking visual encyclopedia. Is, is this like your idea of a fidget spinner for me? Is that why you left these up? I don't even know what the fuck that is. It was the twist ties for the cables. For oh, my equipment. God. Your Adderall, your Adderall's wearing off. Um, <laughs> shout out. Um, shout out Skilly Wayans, formerly known as Young Skills, too. Back home artist. <laughs> formerly <From> known. <laughs> You've been in the game for a minute when you got a formerly known. Formerly known as Young Skills. Now, right. Like, I'm, I watched that dude when I first out. went out to uh, Twin Falls, Idaho years ago. He was just a kid, man, watching him. Like, he's built his own brand, clothing line. He's he's more than just a rapper. He's a complete artist. Like, he does everything, whole package. He's, he's learning how to produce, master, mix, like, do it all. For sure, man. Shout out Skills. Uh, shout out to shout out to the Southwest Airlines promotional department. Because <laughs> <laughs> CG don't normally drink, but under these circumstances, I think I'm not, no, I'm not gonna drink. I'm literally gonna use it for exact. You're gonna be there with me, Mark. Probably I'm gonna use it for exactly what they intended it for. I'm gonna just get people around me drinks. I hope I'm around you. I mean, you can have one if you want. Uh, I'll have all four. Book your ticket. I hear. I bet you you'll probably get one in the mail. So, so you do. We're, we're going to Vegas and um, at the end of March too. We're taking the kids on spring break to do the family friendly Vegas. Are you going to drive or are you going to fly? Um, we're going to drive because we okay. got to go through Idaho. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, somebody, somebody didn't like us. Yeah. Uh, shout yeah. out to, but yeah, shout out to Southwest. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm good. You good? I'm good. All right, man. Well, we appreciate y'all rocking with us on episode three. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're going to get back rocking with y'all here pretty soon. Next show will be on the road, maybe. I don't know. Somebody's dog is out here just yeah. working like a motherfucker. Yeah, I have so no idea. To go I don't anyway. even know neighbors had a dog. So that's just right. Whose dog is that? I have no idea. Uh, fucking dog. <laughs>